Hello, first-time listeners. I'm just going to preface this podcast because this is going to be a little bit different from what we normally do. But this podcast has two other people on it other other than Jen and Danny. This is Kaylee and Mel. If you watch the live streams of our podcast all, you've probably seen them every once in a while. Sometimes they stop in for a podcast where they're just kind of sitting in the background chiming in for some some stuff. But Kaylee is a first-time reader. She's never read the series before. She's seen the movies a really, really long time ago, but doesn't really remember too much of it, as she'll kind of explain. And then Mel has read the books once, so she's a second-time reader. And uh, this whole podcast is just kind of an interview with um, Mel and Kaylee kind of just asking them what their impressions are of characters, how they are liking the series so far. A lot of it is Kaylee kind of just talking about um, some of the stuff that she's interested in as a first time reader, some of her theories going forward in the, in the whole series. So it's like just another first time readers experience, um, which we're all about. That's kind of the whole, it's literally the name of this podcast. So that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Recapture first time reading experiences. So all of us who have read the series lots can vicariously live through a first time read again. Um, but as always go check out our subreddit, r slash first time readers, Email us at firsttimereaders at gmail.com if you want any merch or anything like that. We are going to start selling some more merch. Um, we're getting very, very close to it. We've kind of figured some stuff out. I'm just working with um, some designers right now, just trying to figure out some good designs. We might some have some Hufflepuff or have some Hogwarts houses, all their uh, um, the sweatshirts of Hogwarts houses, just some, some different designs for that. We might do the Ilvermorny houses too because there's not a ton of Ilvermorny content out there. And I'm an Ilvermorny fan over here. Um, so we're going to start doing that. So keep updated for that on our website, which is firsttimereaders.com. And then if you want to go support us on Patreon, I am very, very soon going to start doing like director's commentary on each of the episodes. So I'm going to re-listen to the entire podcast and kind of just give my unfiltered thoughts on what Jen, Danny, and Kristen are saying for the whole thing. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to roll that out hopefully very soon, sometime this week, I'm thinking. Um, I just got to get some time to re-listen to the first few episodes and then um, make some comments. So we're doing that. Go support us on Patreon. There's going to be some extra content there if you're really liking the podcast. Keep giving us ratings and reviews. You guys are the absolute best. We really want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support. We're going to take a little bit of a breather in between um, this and before, like for the next book. We're going to um, take a few weeks off just before we hit Half-Blood Prince and then we're going to hit Half-Blood Prince running we are all very excited to get into that book. So thanks for listening and enjoy this little side interview, this side quest for talking with Kaylee and Mel about Harry Potter. Um, I don't know where we left off, but uh, as you can tell, we have two new people on the pod and uh, <laughs> we're just going to, I'm just going to let them introduce themselves and we're just going to talk about Harry Potter as we always do on this podcast. So um introduce yourselves you've probably seen them on uh, the podcast sometimes yes, you've been watching have. the live streams as they've been on a few <clears throat> times but introduce yourselves and yeah just introduce yourselves I'm yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. i don't know should we do like a special question i don't know you can i don't know i don't know you're the one always coming up <laughs> yeah, I know. that i hate they're great come on all I right mean, just, they're great but yeah, whatever just introduce yourselves i'm kaylee and i'm a first-time reader I'm Mel, and I am a second-time reader, but I haven't touched the books in 10 years. Yes. One was, okay, and I'm going to ask you guys a bunch of questions. Give me your origin stories. First of all, Kaylee, <laughs> why have you never read Harry Potter before? And have you seen the movies? Okay, yeah. So I, I did see the movies growing up. My sister really liked them, and one of my best friends growing up liked them. But to be honest, re-watching them now, the only one I remembered is the first one. Okay. 
So I don't know if it's just because like I saw them so long ago or they just didn't stick. I don't know. Um, so you don't know anything about what's going to happen in the end? I mean, I remember kind of watching the last movie, but I don't remember really what happened. So yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I could guess maybe, but I don't know. I It's been too long. But the reason I, I don't think I read the books was... I don't know. I wasn't a reader in like high school, I guess, when they came out and my friends weren't really reading them either. So it was just kind of like, I don't know, no interest. Um, but okay. Then, but then when... Was it like a cultural phenomenon when you were... So see, growing up, like it was kind of a little taboo, right? Because yeah. it was like like witchcraft, wizardry, yep. whatever. Like some people didn't like that. So didn't talk about it a lot. My parents, thankfully, didn't care that much. But just, I don't know, wasn't a thing. I think mm. if everyone was reading it, I probably would have. But People were watching the movies. That's what I did. That's pretty much it. Hmm. And then Mel, when did you first read it? <laughs> My senior year of high school. Ooh, that's so, when you started. That's when I started. Did so you read for, all of them straight through? Yes. So okay, this is a nice. fun story. So I'm a very goal-oriented person. And when I set myself um, up to do something, I will I will do it to completion. So I wanted to read all seven books before the first part of the seventh movie came out so I could go and see wow. it with my nice. friends. That's an ambitious Wait, so goal. when did I it come that. out? Like, what I want to say time? it came out in like November or December. So I read all seven books in two months. Oh, wow. After I got accepted into college, <laughs> I went in for early decision. And I was like, okay, what can I do where I won't flunk? So I basically did the baseline where I wouldn't kill my GPA. <laughs> and then I just <laughs> read Harry Potter for That is commitment. Months. That is It was major real- commitment. Yeah. So I remember a lot of the bigger things, but as we've been rereading the very minute details that yeah. I didn't catch the first time, I'm like, oh, wait, I think I remember how this connects here. And so it's been really fun revisiting it. What was your experience like reading it in that short of, of a time span? It was really interesting because I literally knew nothing. So any spoilers that I could have known, like nobody had talked about them. So I'm just experiencing reading it like literally for the first time with no context. Huh. So I was just blown away and I would go and talk about it with my friends and they would all be like, uh-huh, yep, just wait. Gets really intense yeah. from here. So that's like a, really a universal fun. thing with Harry Potter fans. And I mean, like this is anything, but people always just say, just wait, just wait, just wait. <laughs> yes. It gets better. And it, it does. does. This I mean, they have been really getting does. better. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I keep saying this, this is where it gets really good, guys. That's your favorite thing to say. <laughs> so what's the best book? The seventh book then? Um, There's a lot of debate in for that i mean i have a theory not a lot of series end really well like if you're doing like a seven book series it's really mm-hmm. hard to end that really well yeah for um, sure and this is one of those series that just ends it's a great ending um and like it's not maybe it's not the most satisfying ending i'm not going to just say it's like a satisfying ending or early sad ending or anything like that but mm-hmm. The ending for this book is so good, but then people revisit all the books and they love certain books for different reasons. And every single mm. book has a different flavor to it. Yeah. I, I mean, you could probably attest to this too. Mm-hmm. Like, which is your favorite book out of the seven? It's a tie between Prisoner of Azkaban and Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. And if you ask a Harry Potter mm-hmm. fan, they're all going to say something different because the mm-hmm. movies are so different from the books too. So you can't really even factor the movies into it, but they're Every time I reread the series, I like a different book for a different reason. Oh, that's interesting. And it's like this book will become my favorite for that mm. section of time. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's it's just. a. Did she know going into it that she was going to do seven books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, oh, man, I can't spoil anything. (laughs) It's so hard to just 
hold my tongue for some of this stuff. But yeah, she knew exactly where she was going. Okay. She obviously filled in some of the details. Of but course, yeah. yeah. She I'm like, just impressed she came up with this whole world. Like mm-hmm. it's blows my mind. Yeah. And it's insane. She is, and we have we've talked about this before with the other um pods pod people, but she's a good she's not a great world builder. She's a good world builder. She's like building it out, but she's just such a good storyteller. She just yeah. knows how to capture. Which I you love. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um so yeah. So out when you're reading the series so far, mm-hmm. in this point where you are, are you enjoying it? Is like, is it one of your favorite series? Is it just like oh, yeah, an enjoyable yeah, it's awesome. read? I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think obviously doing it with you guys too is making it more even more fun. But it's been yeah. super cool. I, I'm also doing the audiobook, so I love like listening to it, hearing all the voices with Jim Dale. So yeah, he's really good. Are you mad that I'm slowing your guys' reading? <laughs> Do you wish uh, you could just keep going? I mean, part of me kind of just wants to know what happens, but I'm also like I'm just enjoying the experience, so I'm cool yeah. with it. Which one out of the five that we've read so far has been your favorite book? I think I was trying to think about this. Like, They've all been them. good. Okay. Um, but I think Gobble to Fire actually might be my favorite so far. Okay. Why? I don't know. I just liked, I guess, like how far got into the story and kind of how it was built and just like the games and it was just interesting. And this this last book was good, but I think Umbridge kind of ruined it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she was just so annoying. Um and I also didn't like that Dumbledore wasn't really in it much. Yeah. I was kind of wanting him to be in it more. But at the end, you understand. No, I do. Why. I do. But I it still under- sucks do understand. Yeah. But I kind of wish like he did explain more to Harry so he wasn't so like in the dark and like felt like abandoned by his only like friend at yeah. Hogwarts. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I think I don't know. It's hard to really pick an order, but I mean, do you trust Dumbledore? I like him. It's hard because like the i feel like we've talked about this the movies get it so wrong from what you see in the books Mm -hmm. like he's just this calm cool collected leader that everyone respects and very powerful wizard um so i like him but i i I guess i just wanted more in this book and i don't know i guess we'll see where it goes do you actually trust him like i think so we're we're gonna go over like character summaries in a bit but because that was a big discussion for um the other group we were talking about if we trust them or not after mm. what happened in the fifth book i mean i appreciate that he like took the time to explain to him and kind of owned up to his mistake yeah um i don't know i guess i want to say that i trust him but i don't know i guess it's a good question <laughs> and then, i want to believe that he's a good character yeah. so that he's trustworthy um, mel going back to you why is the third and the sixth book your two favorites Third book for me is probably my favorite because Sirius is my favorite character. <laughs> and I think that I like that it starts to get darker there. Yes. Yeah. But I think yeah. it also really tests the trio in terms of logistics and how they'll get like Sirius out and all of that. Um, the sixth book, I think, just really sets the stage and gets very dark. Mm. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but I think <laughs> it's the, it's probably the one that like um, surprised me the most. Yeah. Mm. yeah agreed there's something that happens in the book that i was just like this didn't just happen and i actually went back and reread because i'm like i can't believe what i just even read yeah so this is crazy and that's that and i think you know the part that uh, i'm talking about yeah yeah and there's so many in that book too like there's so many parts that you could be talking about oh that's fair but that's the thing like there's there's huge moments in it there's small moments but every single page kind of surprises you with it so the next book is just, it's a lot of people's favorite because it's just so. Oh. So everyone's likes the sixth, so the, bad, the best. I mean, it's, 
it's literally divided in the Harry. Like I'll, okay. probably, I could throw a poll out on subreddit. Okay. And it would be pretty evenly divided. Like even right now, people are saying the seventh is the favorite. One person said the fifth. Some mm, person said okay. it's like picking your favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a fair statement. And uh, yes, like uh, yeah, Toodles even said uh, Sorcerer's Stone. And the first one I mean, does hold a good, place in my so. heart too. Like yeah. it's just the introduction to the world. Yeah. It's just, it takes you back to like this magical place. <laughs> oh. Wes. As a one is very nostalgic. I feel like cause it's yeah. like the first, mm-hmm. but it does like bring you back into that. Sometimes yeah. I'll just read one on its own just to like transport you back into that world. So it's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's an exceptional book. It's so good. Yeah. But all of them have been great. Like they're all like these fun twists that you don't expect yeah. and it just keeps you on your toes. But. Has five been your least favorite? Um, I don't know if it's my least favorite. I think they keep getting better. I think it's just mm. I liked four slightly more than yeah. five. Five um, gives you information, but again, you're just yeah. Dealing which information with is good, but yeah. Umbridge is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's cool like character development. Like it's cool to see like Neville progresses and Ginny yeah. and like different characters. Oh, I mean, all of them do progress, but I love. I don't know. I, I think know. Umbridge kind of ruined. I mean, again, I still love the story. But do you feel like Umbridge is going to be in the books at all anymore? I really hope not, but <laughs> I don't know. Because it's kind of like, we don't know really know what happened, right? She just kind of went off. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of hoping she just stays that way, but She just walks we'll out see. of the school and they all terrorize her. Yeah. That's hoping she wouldn't want to show face again, but I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give me who you think your favorite character is. See, that's tough because I'm like, I haven't seen the full, read all the stories. Like, yeah, I don't know sure. how they're going to progress. Yeah. But up until this point, and then you answer that too, up until this point, you can't be, you can't include the sixth and seventh books up until this point. Who is your favorite character? Ugh. And then why? You can give like a top three list. We'll do like top three. Okay. There's some that I like and there's some that I feel like I relate to. So I feel like, I don't know. I really like Lupin for some reason. I think he was like just been yeah. one of the best professors. And when he came back, I was like, yes, yes. Lupin's back. I don't know how much role he'll play in the like last two chapters, but I like him a lot. Um, Hermione's just great. She's she's smart. She keeps the boys like in line. Um, I feel like I kind of relate to Neville most, like when in um, in the sense that like I think he just needed someone to like believe in him and encourage him. And you really see in this book how like Harry coaching him and helping him, like how much he's developed, um, and just sticking up for his friends. So. I, kind of like him i'm curious to see what'll happen with him in the next two books that's a good list so lupin neville and hermione yeah i think so i mean again they're all good characters their own yeah. way but i think if i had to pick as of now i'll say that hmm, that's a good list i like that mel what about you Sirius is probably my favorite character and then I also really like Snape. I know that that's controversial. <laughs> I fully recognize that is it's controversial. controversial. I fully recognize it's it. The moodiness, but I, it's the moodiness, and I like that you don't really know where he's at. Yeah, what yeah, side yeah. is he on? And yeah, I like to try and figure things out. Like I really like puzzles, and he, yeah. to me, it's like very much. He is a puzzle. It, he is a puzzle in and of itself. Why do you like Sirius so much? I'm curious. I think because um, just the way that like he impacts Harry, it's almost like he brought like a whole new life to him. Like he finally mm. has like family and love. And I think that Sirius tries to guide him, but also doesn't try to um, tell him too much. I think he has a very good like guardianship level to him, but he's also mm. so knowledgeable of the world that he can be such a good guidepost for yeah. him. Yeah, I liked him 
too, but I kind of maybe was a little bit annoyed at him in this book because I think we talked about like he kind of got like jealous or like petty. I don't know. I, I wish he was more of a father figure to Harry in this book. Mm-hmm. In the not. books, he was a bit childish. In the movies, yes. he was a bit more of a father figure. But... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was going to say the movies like make him portray him in a better light. But if you're reading the books, it's kind of like he was it's kind of petty or like jealous. I don't know. I just wish he was more of that father figure to Harry in the books. That's what he needed. Yeah. And so when he died, obviously very sad and I felt terrible for Harry, but it was like not as sad as if he was the actual yeah. father figure. You're I feel like he should have been. one of the people that like that serious died too. Danny and No, Jen I don't like that he died. Actually, I'm, I'm sad that he yeah, died because for Harry's sake, like it's like devastating. But at the same time, I think it wasn't as sad because... And it's also like, what was what, what would he have done? Like he was kind of trapped in a house. Like I feel like something mm-hmm. had to like happen. So might it's as also well fair. kind of be this way. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I do feel for Harry because it's like, who does he really have? I know. Yeah. So that's what it makes it hard. And that's it's like everyone is left to him. Book, it's like yeah. every parent figure, like his actual parents, mm-hmm. serious. So it's hard. He has like no family left, which is I really know. sad. Um, why do you, do you, Kaylee, trust? What do you think about Snape? Do you trust him or not? <sighs> It's like back and forth. Like I, I want to believe that he also is good, even though he's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. I think too, because Dumbledore trusts him. Like I respect that, like that he res- trusts him. So like that just, means yeah. something to me. And that's but, the big question you asked too. Do you trust Dumbledore? If you trust Dumbledore, then you kind of trust Dave a little bit, but. As of now, yes. Yeah. Until something else happens that convinces me otherwise, I want to believe that Dumbledore is good. Yeah. Um. So because of that, I, I trust Snape. And he, even in this last book, like he did things for her. I mean, he helped Terry even when he didn't really want to, like he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And then it's, it's kind of on the fence, but I want to believe he's okay. Yeah. Um, Mel, and up until this point, again, <laughs> up until this point was the yes. serious <laughs> death, the saddest moment for you in the books. Cause he's, he's your favorite character. So was that. Yeah. For me, that was probably yeah. the saddest moment up to this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When you say up to this point, I'm like, what else is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I have to say up yeah. to this point. Um, okay. So that's that's another one of my questions for you, Kaylee. What do you think is going to happen? Let's talk about specifically in the next book. Oh, gosh. It's you know what it's called? Um, Is this Half mm-hmm. Blood Half Blood Prince? Yeah. What is this Half Blood Prince? <laughs> Um, I have no idea. I don't. I mean, I feel like obviously someone's gonna die, which is sad. Um, okay, pause. Who? Who? Do you, who's your? Give me a top three list of who you think is gonna die. It's. I don't think it's gonna be um, any of the three. I think it'll be someone close to them though. Like I'm wondering if it's one of the Weasleys or. Oh. I don't want it to happen, but I'm just trying <laughs> to think. It's like. She always tries to get you with someone that's like you're attached to or you don't want to die. Um, I don't know. Part of me wonders if Dumbledore at some point is going to die and sacrifice himself. I don't Mm. know. Um, I don't think obviously Voldemort or Harry, they're not going to die. They have to go through, through to the seventh book. Um, so you think some of the untouchables are the trio? You you don't yeah. you don't think the trio is going to die? You don't think Voldemort's no. going to die yet? No. Um, 
Are there any, is there anybody else that's untouchable? I don't really think so, unfortunately. I don't know. With <laughs> knowing her, it's like anything's possible. Anybody so I feel like die. outside of them, because they're just like so core to the story. I mean, I could be wrong. We'll say um, it kind of could be anyone, which is crazy. I don't know. What has, um, again, it's, it's hard to like just make guesses on this. But if when you read Half-Blood Prince, what do you think is going to happen in this book? Like as how how we ended in Order of the Phoenix, where Voldemort is you know known to the Wizarding world now, he's like outed. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen in Half Blood Prince? Are they going to go back to school? Is it going to be completely out of school? Or are they going to like go on the hunt for him? Is it going to be a war? I feel like it'll start with them going back to school, but then if something happens, maybe it becomes a war. I don't know. It's so hard to imagine because it's like, I can never predict what she'll write. And it's just like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I could have never thought of that. So part of me is like, uh, I don't really know if I can even guess because it'll probably just surprise me. (laughs) Do you (laughs) think even like Half-Blood Prince, I'm like, is that referring to Voldemort? Is there someone else that we don't really know? Okay. Do you think it's a person? What do you think? What do you think it is? Half-Blood Prince. I mean... It makes sense that's the I person, guess, right? Yeah, that's what I would think, yes. So is but there a like person in the books that we've prince. met that has that is the half blood prince? Is it as is are they saying anyone that's like half muggle, half wizard? So it's like both Harry and Voldemort mm-hmm. are that. So it's like are they fighting for the power? I don't know. Is there somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't know. I don't it's know. So hard I don't to know like, how to think. <laughs> I feel like I need to start reading it and then maybe like Yeah. I don't know. Um out of everyone in the books right now, all like the characters that we've met, mm-hmm. um which one do you think is good and might go bad and which one do you think is bad and might go good? Like Ooh, which good character question. we're talking like redemption arcs right here. Hmm. And we haven't necessarily like the only one that we've probably really seen go from good to bad has been Percy. I know, but I'm that's been, that's like a weird one because it's not necessarily all bad. He's just like ministry controlled. So maybe he's going to come around in this book. I hope he does, to be honest. But I was is there, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> is there someone that you don't trust that you think you end up you will end up trusting? And is there is there someone that you really trust that you you think might go to the dark side? We're not like really trust. Is there someone good that you like that's on the good side right now that you think might go bad? I'm trying to think of all the characters. Um, That's a tough one. Like is Bellatrix going to go good? (laughs) Oh, no. She's like evil to the core. I mean, obviously, if she became good, great. But I just highly doubt that. Hmm. Um, I think Snape will become good. I don't know if in this book. I think you will have more redemption where I think people be like, I'll like him more. Or I'm hoping maybe that's the case. Um, Cause right now he's kind of annoying, but. So you kind of think he's bad right now? Not necessarily fully bad, mysterious. but like there's like a little bit of sketchy stuff there. So it's like, he could kind of go either way. Okay. I feel like he could be influenced, but because Dumbledore trusts him and he seems loyal to Dumbledore, I want to believe that he's more good than bad all right so let's stop at snape for a second this is gonna be a tough question that you kind of like to have to come up with a theory for oh, <laughs> gosh. Ask you this okay. beforehand. <laughs> but 
is what would what would do you in for Snape? So say Snape is either bad or good. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Say you you he's just like an entity. What would he have to do in order for you to gain his trust fully? Because you don't really trust him yet. He's like a weird guy. What would he have to do in order for you to like fully trust him? And then what would he have to do in order for you to fully mistrust him, to hate him? I think if he did something for Harry to save him, like in public, because I feel like now it's been very undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want anyone to know that he kind of has a thing for Harry because I don't know why he just doesn't. I think (laughs) because he has resentment from his dad, whatever. So I think if he was like public about it and he was willing to like sacrifice himself or step in and save him in front of other people that might be like, what the heck are you doing? I'd be like, okay, he like, he's, you know, a good guy, I guess. Yeah. But right now it's ever like, it's always been like on the DL. He doesn't really want people to know mm-hmm. that he's trying to help Harry because he wants to save face to like the Malfoys or like, yeah, yeah, for I don't sure. Know, so if he did something stuff. publicly to save Harry. Yeah. Because then it's like, him. all right, you don't care what people think. Like you, yeah. you're willing to like have people think differently of you for doing like to help him. Yeah. That'd be huge. So that I think would, I guess not would just be like doing anything shady or anything to like her undermine Harry or Dumbledore or any of them. And that kind of would make sense too, because Harry's dad saved Snape. So maybe the, his character arc is like Snape will save Harry and then the yeah, debt is paid. Like that redemption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of hoping something like that happens, but we'll see. What would happen that you would completely mistrust him that you think he's. I think any, like the reverse, like anything to undermine like Harry mm-hmm. or Dumbledore, any of them really like do something that hurts them, not helps them. I mean, again, yeah, it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't take much. Like if he did something really sketchy or like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you're not good. I had hope for you, but you you ruined it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a few other, uh, we're going to do like character kind of quick character summaries, like, like what you think of this character or not, but even before we get there, but for both of you, what is, what has been up until this point, your favorite moment in these books like what is the like we'll do actually we'll do favorite moment in a little bit what is like one moment that you read in these books that you're like it like brings you all the warm fuzzies as Kristen made fun of me a while ago for saying warm fuzzies <laughs> she's lost in her book I <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> so Just like making fun of john per usual even what's yeah. like what's your your warm fuzzies are like when they're having meals warm together fuzzies when you read this book, because I know exactly, she didn't even hear me, and now she's making fun of me for this. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. that's like the question. Oh. So, like me again, it's strange, but I love the Quidditch chapters. Like when I read them, or when mm. I read like even just the intro when they're on the train, that kind of stuff. I'm like, yes. oh, back in the world, and yes. it's just like you can get lost so easily. Wait, what are my warm fuzzies? Yeah, I do like Quidditch, but the um, anytime everyone's together, yeah, eating or just like going <laughs> yeah. around or whatever. Yeah. Those are great moments. That's me. Okay. What wow. are your guys like moments like that where you're, where you like read a chapter and you're like, oh, this is, we get back here. I think the train ride like that you mentioned. Yeah. And I think I want to be on that train. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to experience that. <laughs> I think you can actually. I think that train is somewhere in uh, Scotland or Ireland. Oh, or that'd be like so that. cool. Yeah. It's it on the bucket list then. It's on the bucket list. We're putting it on. Yeah. I think for me, Diagon Alley or any time that they're in Hogsmeade, that gives me warm fuzzies. 
I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have you guys been to Universal in yeah. Florida? Yes. I Is love Harry it? Potter World. Yes. I want to go back. I've also been to Edinburgh where she based a lot of the landscape and story of, and there's this one, it's a very famous street called, I think it's called Victoria Street or Victoria Avenue. I don't remember. Um, But you walk down it and it is literally like Diagon Alley. Like it's so colorful. It's beautiful curve. And like this has this whole second floor part with um, all the buildings and you can go up and like look down on the street. It's very cool. Um, so yeah, you could just see like where she got all the influence from, and that's mm. pretty wild. John, have you been to Universal? Yeah. Okay. I went. Um, I don't know if I told the story before. I went. Ooh. I played college soccer, and I went with my college soccer team because we had a tournament down there. And okay. We, kinda, we uh, had like a down day because we got eliminated early, and uh, we still had two games to play, and no, none of us wanted to play the games. So okay. we had, why is our, that? Because we were. So it was an eight eight um eight team tournament, and. Okay. It was just they you you went down there so you you just were guaranteed three games but as soon as we lost the first game we lost the first game in a devastating way too like we lost um hey wes relax we lost we were up three nothing and we ended up losing four three and so at the end we went into overtime and we wanted to pks oh no actually it was three three and we wanted to pks and we lost in pks and we were just devastated. Yeah. So none of us wanted to practice or play in the other games. Yeah. We we're like, it's all pointless. So yeah, yeah. our coach rough. gave us off of practice for one day. Okay. And we just went to a universal. Nice. And so okay. our whole college team was like two years after they had made the whole thing. Okay. So it wasn't like really built up or anything like that. But all of us were just hanging out in universal like a big soccer team. We were all just, nice. you know, chilling. Did you get butterbeer? We did. We nice, got all that kind nice. of stuff. They were just kind of coming out with it. I think they only had like one flavor of it when I was there. But now they have like a ton um, and they were just converting all the stuff. So they had built Hogwarts. They were just starting to build out Hogsmeade a little bit, not too much, but um, they they were just building it out. So like they were just switching roller coasters over to Harry Potter stuff. And okay, cool. So it was like at the very new. Yeah, it was really new. Okay, um, but I would do anything to go back because I've heard it's phenomenal. Listen, I can't wait lately. to go back now after reading the books because I'll appreciate yeah, it that much yeah, more. Exactly, you'll like understand. Because like exactly, there. that's like I liked it then, so I can't imagine yep. now after reading the books. You definitely feel like you're transported. Yeah, yeah it's so cool. They sure. did such a good. I mean, such a good job from what I remember. So yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Let's go over some of the characters. What do you okay. think of the trio? Like, what do you think of Harry? What's your impressions of harry how do you like him do you think he's a good character or not not like good and like good good or evil but like is he an enjoyable character to read yeah i would say so i mean i think part of the maturing has been rough at points but it is cool to see that he has been maturing from book to book i think his uh stubbornness or anger i don't know what the right right character trait is but like can sometimes get in the way and that's frustrating but i think that's why Ron and Hermione are good for him to kind of balance him out and keep him in check. Yeah. But I, I mean, I am impressed by him, just like everything he's been through and to where he is now, like losing his parents at such a young age, having to live with like his terrible aunt and uncle and cousin yeah. who are just like the worst people ever. Um, what's his worst attribute and what's his best attribute? Hmm. I think, I don't know if this is the right word. I can't think of the right word, but like his stubbornness almost of like, well, he's just so convinced that he's right and that gets in the way of things. Like even in this last book with Sirius, he was so convinced Sirius was there 
and just like kind of all the events that followed. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes he's just so set in his ways that he gets blinded by other things. And that's why it was helpful that Hermione kind of tried to help him. But at some point he's just like, no, like he's just so set. Um, but at the same time, it's like kind of his best thing in a way too. Cause he's just so determined to like help people and against all odds. So even if you think he's ridiculous, it's, <laughs> it's still, he still makes it happen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That it's is kind of his best and worst, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for Harry, if I think he's, or do you want me to do the trick? Yeah. Do you like, if, do you like him first of all? And him. what's his best and worst, worst attribute? You, so you love him. Why do you I love do. him? I think that he is just so willing to go the extra mile for the people that he loves mm. almost probably to a fault Yeah, and gives mm-hmm. like way more of himself. Like in the fifth book, they say he has, Hermione says he has a saving people yeah. complex. Yeah, he yeah, does. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like the best thing, but also gets in the way mm-hmm. of him. I think yeah. it almost blinds him to like the bigger picture of things. I would say that's probably yeah. his worst. It's his best and worst attribute, I would say. Yeah, honestly, and that's like that's one good thing that she does in this book. Sometimes their best attribute is always their their worst attribute as well. Mm. I think it's most people in life. Yeah, it's like your yeah. best attribute can also be your worst if it's not in balance. Exactly, and she writes <laughs> characters so well like that. I think. Yeah, so I'm a fan. She does. About Ron, do you like him? Yeah, I love Ron. What's his best and worst? Mel, do you like Ron? You I go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I think he's a good comedic relief. Yeah. He's very loyal. He's just always there for Harry and that's what Harry needs. Yeah. I do think that he's always there for Harry, but I think too that he will easily just like snap or maybe get like jealous of Harry or just in certain ways. Mm. And I think that that can be almost like a more sticking point for the two of them. He's like petty sometimes. He can be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's petty. Yeah. I think he needs to mature a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I think that'll, he'll grow out of that. He's a late bloomer. He'll he'll be okay. I think. He deals with a little bit of jealousy. Yes. For sure. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to money and stuff. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. That's. But understanding his background, you kind of understand why Like he grew up poor. So it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. What about Hermione? She's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just like she's like mature beyond her years i feel like yeah. and just like her insight and being able to keep ron and harry in check mm-hmm. it's a lot her. of work so props to her <laughs> yeah i love her i think she's brilliant very clear and level-headed mm-hmm. and she's able to like you said okay like get the guys off of the ledge and be like no we can actually go this way and almost like backs them up yeah because harry wouldn't have been as successful as he has been without her like oh totally she's so many agree. times she's given like the final piece that he's like oh it clicks and he knows what to do mm-hmm. but like without her he'd be stuck so yeah mm-hmm. i think that having the three of them together though they also balance each other out yeah um how about neville do i if i like him or not yeah I, yeah I he's one of your favorites you already yeah, said he's yeah, one of yeah. i think i relate to him too just because um so his parents were like i guess institutionalized or like they could have felt like he couldn't talk about it just because there was like a stigma there and i also feel like that because my mom also has mental illness so i feel like growing up Mm -hmm. it's like one of those things of like you don't really talk about it because no one understands it and so it's like i can relate to him in that of like oh i feel like you just don't talk about it because you feel like people won't get it um but i also feel like too it's like he's just one of those characters like he just needs someone to like encourage him and put into him like put time and effort into him and like he'll bloom and you just see it in this book of like I know Carrie teaching him and just like how much he's grown and just like the courage he has he's willing to stick up for them and like fight and it's just 
it's cool to see. So I'm curious to see like in the next two books, how that progresses. Yeah. You understand like why he's one of my favorite characters now for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, no, right, you definitely that. appreciate it, especially in this book, yeah. like how much he's grown. Yeah. I would say Neville is up there for me too. Um, you could just tell like exactly what you said. Like if you just give him a little bit, like he will just bloom and blossom. And I think you really see it in this book and he just has such a, such a soft heart. I know. He, yeah. Like I have yeah, such a soft sweet. spot for Neville. I yeah. really do. But it's crazy because you would have never thought from book one to now, like how much he's progressed. I know. Like wow. you would have never would have picked him up like, oh, I love him as a character. But yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. So um, how about Luna? See, I feel like I don't know her well enough yet, but I know everyone loves her. So I'm ex- <laughs> like excited to see in the next two books, like how she develops. Um, yeah, you don't really get a ton of moments with her, but you yeah. just love her for the small little things that she does. Like at the yeah. end of this book, when she just comforts Harry in a way that no one else yeah. can, that's kind of why you love her. And, in, and I don't know if I really got this in the book, but in the movie when they like, I really felt bad for her when like everyone yeah. was taking herself. I'm like, yeah, oh. I know everyone's so mean like she's like what did she do to them just because she's quirky like that's not nice she's different i know yeah yeah which is very typical to high school stuff like if you're just different from everyone else you're gonna get picked on i guess i do respect that about her though because i feel like she's just so comfortable and confident in who she is she doesn't care like she doesn't care if people think she's weird she just is who she is unapologetically herself which is one of her best attributes amazing especially that age like to be that way is like amazing so Like looking back at it, when you're in college and people can do that, they're the coolest people in the world. But when you're in high school and someone's like that, you're like, yeah, this person shouldn't be unapologetically themselves, but they really should be. Right. And Luna is that. We're just not mature enough to like see that for ourselves. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see how she progresses because I know everyone loves her. So something's got to happen with her. Luna's incredible. (laughs) She Luna lives in her own world and I want to be there too. Yeah, right. She really does. She does. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're going to love her even more. I'll just, I I'll, fi- I'll just figured, say that. Yeah, yeah, I figured that would happen. Yeah. What do you think about Ginny? She's awesome too. I feel like this book, she really like blossomed and stepped up. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Because hmm. I feel like she's always just been kind of in the background in the other books. Yeah. But now she kind of came more to the forefront. So I was annoyed in the movie because she wasn't there at all. And I'm like, she had so many good moments in I this know. book. Why are they not like showing any of them? But yeah, I think this book really gives Ginny and just shows like how much potential she has as a character. Kind of similar to like how Neville, like it took time for him to like really like come up and you're like, oh, now he's a favorite. Um, Ginny for me comes in the same way. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is interesting. She yeah. does a great job of like keeping characters in the background and then all of a sudden they get a moment or two where they're like in the forefront. Like yeah. Neville, Luna yeah. and Ginny are that in this book. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. They don't have a ton of page time in any of the other books but this book you just love all of them they're so good and i wonder if part of that too is that um just with how the storyline progresses it's almost like she planned for them to kind of come in a little bit later so that yeah. you you have the brain space to focus on them yeah yeah she yeah, developed the other yeah she's so thoughtful about all that stuff so i'm not surprised yeah like, she took time to develop the trio and then she moved on to like the other characters um and show their importance too which is really cool it still blows my mind that she came up with all of this. I'm I like, know. How did, how I know. did she do this? How? It's insane. I know. Um, a few other characters. What do you think about Rita Skeeter? <laughs> mm. She's sketchy. But I like that Hermione kind of put her in her place. <laughs> Wait, what do you think about Hermione putting her in her place? Because okay, Hermione a was a little intense But about she was that. kind of asking for it. So <laughs> I don't feel too bad. 
She was like, Hermione was keeping her in a jar. <laughs> she shouldn't have been spying on other people like that. Like she got what she asked for. Like you stole other people's privacy. Now you don't get any. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, like I think it was a little extreme, but at the same time, it's like if she didn't do what she was doing, like Hermione wouldn't have done yeah. that. That's another part of this book too. The, the characters that you love still have serious flaws to them. Yeah, but you kind of overlook them because you like them yeah, so I know, much. Exactly. So like that's an example. Like that's kind of not a great thing. Yeah. But. Hermione seems like the golden perfect person in this book, but I remember reading it this time. I'm like, she is being near abusive. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Read it as there is that we all say that. And the same thing. Like you can say when Fred and George picked on Dudley and put it, Megan made him eat that tongue 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 toffee. You're like, oh yeah, Dudley deserved it because we just all hate Dudley. We're right. like, Dudley sucks. But that was mean of them to do that. The same thing for Hermione having an ultimatum, like having blackmail against Rita. You're like, I Rita deserves it, but at the yeah, same I know. point, that's it's, not it's the like way to lo- do it. Yeah, I know. Which, which is I good. See what you're saying. That's why you love some of these characters because they're not all perfectly pure hearted. Right. Maybe Luna might be the only one. I don't know. <laughs> Luna is a star yeah. among them. <laughs> Yeah, no, but even with the Dudley, like, I don't feel that bad because he's just like, he kind of needs something to put him in place because his parents don't do anything to like I know. discipline him. So it's like, again, I, they, it. it wasn't the right way to go about it per se, but I'm also just kind of like, don't feel that bad either, mm. which maybe I should. I don't know. They're also teenagers. I know. exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of, yeah, <laughs> pranks are part of yeah. life. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, like Fred and George? What do oh, you think I love of- them. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Great. They're such good com- comedic relief in the, these books too. And I love the way they just like pieced out this book. Yeah. It was it like was the such best. such a good exit. And like it took weeks, I forget how long, <laughs> days, weeks for Umbridge to fix it all. I was like, yes, you go. A, I was I impressed that they could have like that lasting impact yeah. after they left. And you love them in this book too because you hate Umbridge and they're the kind of the ones that they don't care. Get Umbridge. Yeah, they don't exactly. care. I just love it. They're like, we, we don't want to deal with this anymore. Bye. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. That was definitely a highlight of this book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hilarious to me. They're almost like one person, though. Yeah. Because yeah. they're I guess so you, in sync with yeah. each other. Well, they are a lot in the movies. I think that that's truly what it is. Yeah. Because they finish each other's sentences and stuff like that in the movies. Right. And you're like, this is annoying. Twins don't actually really ever do this. But and the even, books are slightly different, but they're kind of But they're still, still not the that distinct, though, yeah, to know, me. Yeah. It's hard right. to differentiate like what, like what Fred does versus what George yeah. does. Like They're kind of, again, one unit in my mind. It would be cool to get maybe more of their personalities, yeah. but you don't really get a lot of that, I feel like. People in our subreddit have talked about the difference between them, and I think there's a really good one, but it's really, it's so subtle. Okay. Um, it's unless you're like really looking for it, and you can't really look for it on a first read sometimes, but George is a bit more reserved, and Fred is the kind of the leader of the crew. Oh, Anytime they start something, Fred is usually the one that like is instigating so is stuff. F- oh. He was the one even that asked Angelina out in the way that he asked Angelina oh, out where he like okay. throws all the things like, oh, Angelina. Yeah, I definitely didn't notice that, but that makes sense, I guess. And George is a little bit more reserved. He's like, okay. he kind of just follows. Okay. But they're they're still kind of the same too. Yeah. Maybe the second read, I'll pick up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't pick up on it, Maybe but I just read. also just love them. So yeah. Maybe the 10th read then. You're Maybe the 10th read. read. <laughs> Who's your favorite of the Weasleys? Oh. oh. Hmm. Not Percy. <laughs> Anybody but Percy. <laughs> Pretty much, honestly. They're um, a great family. Yeah, they are really good. I like them all. So it's hard to pick a favorite. 
It's so hard to pick a favorite. I don't really know if I have one. Maybe Mrs. Weasley. Yeah, I was gonna great. say I was gonna say Mr. Weasley. Kind of. I don't know. Like, I don't know. They're just such a great. Family. I would say Where I really pick because Everything they're all good like in their own now. ways too. Yeah. I just really don't like Percy right now. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping he has a redemption just because I want to like all the Weasleys, but can I pick Fred and George? I know it's two characters, but yeah. I mean, I just they're said that they're pretty they're much one. one so <laughs> which of the teachers is your favorite teacher and is Snape your least favorite or is Trelawney your least favorite? Who's your least favorite too? Lupin's my favorite, even though he's not currently teaching. He mm. was my favorite. I feel like he was just like the actual best teacher. Um, least favorite i don't really mind trelawney i mean i know she's not like the most like accurate or whatever but she doesn't bother me that much snape i think he knows what he's talking about but he's just annoying about he's like the ultra strict teacher that no one likes yeah but like, he knows what he's talking about so i mean maybe him if umbridge isn't an option <laughs> umbridge is the worst yeah she's just the worst <laughs> i'm trying to think who are the other mm. Is Hagrid technically a teacher? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love Hagrid. Yes. Then he, yeah. 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 Hagrid's probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's another interesting one. What do you think of Hagrid? I guess it depends if we're talking about the quality of teacher versus just like as a person who is a teacher. For sure. For sure. So like Hagrid's not the best teacher, but just person. As a person. Oh yeah. I love Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah. As a person, for sure. As a teacher. I mean, it's a bit questionable, (laughs) but we love him anyway. We love him (laughs) in spite of that. Exactly. He just has such a big heart. Yeah, for sure. He's just clumsy and he just doesn't yeah. have like some social awareness maybe. Right. And just has a soft spot for the really big animals and who can blame him? I know. I know. Which is one of Hagrid's greatest attributes because again, like he's it's his greatest flaw or his greatest strength and his greatest flaw that when he's teaching uh, care magical creatures, he's teaching yeah. them all the weird things that no one else would. But he has a soft spot for those things. In the same way, mm-hmm. he has a soft spot for like outliers, like hmm. the trio come. Like he has a soft spot for Harry. He has a soft yeah. spot for people who sometimes are hurting or misunderstood. Which I love that about him. And it's so, yeah, it's so compelling as a character. I think mm-hmm. it's such a good character. Yeah, it's hard not to like him. Hmm. I feel like. Yeah, I would agree. What do you guys think of Draco Malfoy? Ugh. <laughs> he's the most annoying kid ever <laughs> she needs like a punch to the face and maybe that'll do i don't know in the movies hermione did give him a punch to the face i know go hermione it was great that was a good moment yeah he's just like so into himself and he thinks he's all that and he just needs to be humbled yeah. like he just i hope he has a redemption story but i don't know if he will I think after seeing his father i understand why draco is the way that he is oh definitely yeah, right yeah so i get it but at the same time, so I was saying, irritable. He his ego can't fit through the door. Mm-hmm. Like he just is ridiculous. Yeah, based on his parents, you do understand why, but it is still is annoying. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. All right, here's a scenario for you. Ooh. We are. You're going into a battle ah. with Voldemort, and you can take five other wizards. Oh gosh, okay. In the entire book. Who's on your team? Who's your starting five? Definitely Dumbledore. Does he count? Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure Dumbledore. Um, I think Harry and Hermione too, just because of all that they've done so far together. 
I love Ron, but I feel like <laughs> yeah, I don't know he's more the sidekick and not as contributor in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a support player in the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, what about Lupin? Would you take like Lupin? Anybody in the order of the yeah, Phoenix? Lupin, yeah, yeah. I think he's very like calm and level-headed and knows a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who are the other people in order of the Phoenix? I'm blanking. So like you have the Long Bottoms, you have Sirius, like Mundungus Fletcher, you have Kingsley Shacklebolt, Tonks. Um. Tonks would be fun, but I don't know if I've mm. seen enough for her to know like if she's like the mm. the best choice. Yeah, at this point in the books, you don't necessarily know all the characters yeah, well enough to like be able know, to. Yeah. yeah. And serious, I like serious, but I feel like he's too hot headed or like. Yeah, he would kind of like be a yeah. A he's like a little unpredictable, and I'm just like I don't know if, if I can be like for sure count on you if you're just gonna go like oh, I want to go go rogue and do my own thing. Mm. Like kind of like in this book, he kind of I don't know. So I guess you got Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Harry, Hermione, Lupin. Who's number five? Hmm. I mean, you have some of the teachers too: Flitwick, McGonagall. Oh, you're right. If you're really dark, you can take like Bellatrix. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe McGonagall actually. I feel like she's kind of underrated sometimes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's good. She's an underrated character yeah. in this. I don't know. It's hard. You can take some of the Weasleys. You can take Molly. Oh, true. Hmm. It's so it's so hard to pick. I guess I'll stick with that for now. I might have a different answer at the end of the books. But... Yeah, at the end of the books, your answers might change because you yeah. might know different things about the, the different Yeah, characters. for sure. You see more of them. And at the end of the book, I'm going to have different flavors of that question for you. Yeah. <laughs> So if I was really good, I'd have everyone have like a different strong suit and like balance it. But like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. thinking off the top of my head, <laughs> I don't have enough time to really th think through that. So I guess Dumbledore, Harry, Hermione, Lupin, and we'll just say McGonagall for now or throw her in. What about you? Hmm. It's hard to pick. It is so hard to pick. So from what we know now, I would take... Dumbledore for sure. That's just like yeah, it's a, a given. given. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a given. The trio, because I feel all like of them. Wow. You would take Ron too. I would take Ron too. I have faith in Ron. Okay, I have faith in Ron too. I just don't know if he'd be top five. Like he'd be <laughs> six, seven, eight, maybe. I would love to give Bellatrix like some type of pill to just make her be good because yeah, she, her powers are insane. She's probably True. my favorite villain. If to yeah, be honest, she's a good villain because yeah. she's just nuts. I love her. I think she's so. She complex. just can't trust her. Obviously, I know. So, so naturally, I would come up with a spell to make mm. her good, and then I can trust her. But if what I if can't she do breaks that, the spell, yeah, I know. And then if I can't it's, do that, yeah, it's a little risky. It's up to you, though. I understand that it's up to me. It's my team. McGonagall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, if I can't, you know, get Bellatrix to behave in the way I want her to, McGonagall would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those characters, yeah. they would be like Sirius is great, but he would be such a wild card. It'd be tough. Yeah, to he's have too him in unpredictable. There. Yeah, Snape too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Snape for sure. Is, yeah, Snape has a lot of knowledge too. Yeah, yeah, he's like a he's such a mystery up until this point. Like the things that he says, you're like, this dude knows. This dude has been places, you know. This dude knows stuff, but you just mm -hmm. you just don't know anything about him. So you're like, Ch -ch is he in my starting five? He's John, like, who would, it, uh, who would it be for you? Oof. At this point in the books, yeah. Um, I mean, Dumbledore is a given. Yeah, he's like a very sure. obvious choice. Yeah, I would take Harry because 
I don't think Harry's a great wizard at this point. I think he is but, in some ways. He's, look at all he's done in each book. Exactly. I'm taking it for that reason because okay. he's got a 4-0 <laughs> record against Voldemort because yeah. Voldemort can't beat him. So he's like almost a lucky charm. Yeah. I would 100% take Hermione if it was like if Harry didn't have... I think they need them together because Hermione helps Harry yeah. a lot to get his Hermione success. is the brains of the whole group yeah. too. And then, I mean, like, I love Ron, but I wouldn't take him. I, I love yeah. Neville, but I wouldn't take him. I yeah, love they're not Lupin, strong enough yet. Or I love, uh, yeah, I love Ginny and I love Luna, but I'm, I can't take them because I feel like there's such a disparity. There's such a gap between the actual people in the Order of the Phoenix and the Yeah, they students. still have a lot to learn. They're young. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think they have a lot of potential, but yeah. they're not there yet. 100%. Yeah. I would probably take Kingsley and I would probably take oh. Tonks. Um, okay. Because if you, Tonks is... She was, she's in the aura program. The aura program is really tough to like actually get into. Mm, um, okay. And she was one of the last few people to get in in the last few years, apparently. So Tonks is like a very skilled, she's just a little clumsy. But like even for her ability to change and like morph herself. Right. That's, true. that's why I said like she's, she seems interesting, but I kind of yeah. want to know more about her. Yeah, for sure. But that makes sense to me. But uh, that's a different question. At the end of the book, I'd probably answer that differently. And at the end of the book, yeah, we'll I imagine I'll probably answer session. differently yeah. too. Yeah. So. so wait, so who did you say? I'll probably go Dumbledore, Harry, Hermione, Tonks, and Lupin, or and uh and uh Kingsley, but Lupin's right there so, too. Lupin's like sixth man of the year. Because what do we know about Kingsley that he's done that like would make you say that? Uh, I'm trying to think. He was, he's just good. He's like a good undercover wizard okay because there's a few reasons so in the books yeah. it mentions that he is is it um, in this last book that he yeah i gotta be okay. ca really careful because i'm trying to think about what how much i remember of him but granted i don't know john's also read them like 10 times well, yeah, i'm wondering sure. like are you so like, projecting from like yeah, future yeah. books yeah, yeah, or sure. is it um i'm projecting maybe a little bit from future books but okay. at the same point he it, he just has like an aura about him in this book that i would okay. still pick him I guess he didn't stick out enough to me in this yeah, book. Yeah, for sure. Like, but it's also my first time read, so. Yeah. But I mean, there's the one moment in the ministry, not with Kingsley, but with, with Dumbledore. It's like one of the, where you see his power, where like he steps in and Death Eaters are screaming. They're terrified and Dumbledore's like whipping them um, back with his wand. Like they're on like little lassos. Okay. So Dumbledore okay. is an obvious given. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's like. Even Voldemort's scared of him. Yeah, I know. Like, yep. Dumbledore's the only one he Tom. ever feared. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kingsley is an aura too, which he's like. Is, I don't know if um. Who is the people on chat? Who's the head of the aura office at this point? I actually think it's Kingsley, and really? that's another thing in this book. So mm. I think uh, he. Okay, well that changes things then. Yeah. Maybe it's him because I think he's asking. He's he's the one that assigned. I don't know actually. I forget. How does he? come into this book he's just part of the order of the phoenix that's how yeah, we know he's him? one of the people okay. he's the advanced guard so he was the one that got harry with all the other groups with tonks and with uh mad eye moody and a few others okay. mad -Eye moody could be a good addition to i the know team too. Oh, true yeah mm. that is true see how can we only pick five i know seriously it's, it's so hard. hard it's like yeah who do we pick on the dark side oh who'd be the top five on the dark side well you don't know who's on the dark side you kind of don't do know enough book, yeah. but like uh i guess you don't know the enough. same thing you don't know if any of these characters that are good are going to go bad in the end but I mean, like bellatrix probably yeah bellatrix is an obvious one voldemort and bellatrix are like a given the sexual tension between the two 
<laughs> is that in the books or just in the movie <laughs> it's kind of or in both. the books too because okay. she she wrote that character oh, yeah. for that to have some of that and one of the okay. one of the when she was helping work the movies that was one of the things that she told um what's her name helena bonham yeah Carter. she said like mm. Bellatrix has it's like different from all the rest of the the Death Eaters. She has like an almost like love, romantic love for this man. Okay, so it's different from all the, how all the other Death Eaters portray him. Yeah, I think yeah, you got a sense of that from this book. Just like her fierce loyalty to yeah. him. It's kind of weird, but yeah. But I don't know if you know enough people on the dark side, like personally, to be able to pick a top five. True. Like Lucius, you kind of I, I yeah. don't know if Lucius would be in my top five. Like from what I've seen, he's like a kind of a leader in the group, but I don't know if yeah. I would pick him, you know? He kind of can, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about him. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. John, I agree with you. I think up to this point, it's kind of difficult. Like there's some very obvious ones, like Bellatrix. Do we have to sure. wait till the next book? Is that when we'll find out? I can't tell you. <laughs> you may not know until the seventh, until the mm. last page. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you anything. Dang it. But, um, that's fair. I guess you don't know enough on that side yet. Yeah. We haven't really explored that fully yet. We got a little taste of it with Bellatrix. And uh, Kay, what do you think of the prophecy so far? Ooh. About how like one of them has to die? Yeah. So uh, let me actually just read it to yeah, you. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Yeah, can you read it, John? Okay. This is what the prophecy is. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. Born to those who have thrice defied him. Born as the seventh month dies. And the Dark Lord will mark him as an equal. Hmm. But he will have power the Dark Lord knows not. Hmm. And this is the weird part that we'll talk about. First of all, yeah, we'll talk about what, is, what that power is. And this is the next part. And either must die at the hand of the other. For neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will, will be born as the seventh month dies. So is it saying that they can't both live? Or one of them has to kill the other. That's a question. Live. You just don't know. I'm, I, oh, okay, well that's yeah. what okay, I'm trying yeah. to figure out. Okay. So like, what is your theory on that? So let's let's even just break it down. So okay. the first part you kind of know, like it's either Harry or Neville, right? And right. Dumbledore says it's Harry. Harry is the chosen one because Voldemort was the one that went after Harry. He marked right. Harry he mar as yes. equal. Yes. What is the power that Harry has that the Dark Lord knows not? Dumbledore does talk about it a little bit in the books, but is is yeah, that remember. the only thing? So he mentions love is the yeah. Kind of the power. I was gonna say I feel like. Do you think that's... that Harry possesses any other power besides love? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I think that's definitely a big one because Voldemort is like absent of that. Yeah. And so that hinders him from being able to do certain things. Um, either must die at the hand of the other. For neither can live while the other survives. What is that saying? I'm trying to figure out, does it mean like they have to, like if Harry wants to live, he has to kill Voldemort and like vice versa? Like to. So, yeah. So there's one idea. Like one of them has to kill the other. Right. Do you think there's any other possible? Part of me, the other thing is like for Voldemort to be gone, does Harry have to die as well? Like they both have to die. But why would that be? So that's like another real mm. weird question. Why? 
part of me is like, is because part of Voldemort's power lives within him. So if you yeah. kill Voldemort, you're killing part of Harry. And so they just have to. So that's another, I, I'm going to ask you questions that you really don't know the answer for. Okay. You just have to come up with theories. What is that connection with Harry and Voldemort? Like there's, like, they've said that there's something kind of like inside Harry that's a part of Voldemort, right? What right. What is I, that? I, I don't know what it is per se, but I feel like it happened when he tried to kill Harry, but couldn't like okay. unsuccessful. So I think something within that situation, like transferred something to Harry. So now mm. he has power from Voldemort hmm. because it wasn't successful. I don't know how that works or why that happened, but I just feel like, cause that's where the scar came from. And that's kind of yeah, where yeah. it all started. So I feel like that's why. Because he's the see. only one to have ever survived. Is it the Cruciatus curse? The, no, about the Cadaver curse. The killing okay, curse. Yeah, the killing yeah, curse. Cruciatus is the torture curse. So I feel curse. like because it didn't work, something happened in that. Yeah. And he lost a little bit of his power. Um, what's uh, on a completely different topic? What's been mm. your favorite book or favorite movie so far? Hmm. I mean, I think one, just because it's nostalgic. I don't know if it's a favorite, but I, yeah. it's very nostalgic to me. Yeah, for sure. Like, starting the whole world yeah this last one i mean i guess given how much happens in the book i say was pretty good i wish there was more in it but i think it overall was pretty good yeah it's given how long the book is i feel like they did a decent job but i do i don't know how people watch these movies and fully understand what's happening without reading the books yeah i think having to read the books like is crucial to understand these movies and i think maybe that's why i didn't Get you don't as into yeah, the movies as I did like sure. growing up because I was like, it's cool, but like I don't think I fully understood or appreciated it. So yeah. they're definitely supplementary in some ways, but they're 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 definitely different pieces of art. Like you can't really right. combine fully, them, but you yeah. have to at the same time. Right, because it's weird. based off the books, right? Yeah. So what's your favorite movie? And you can even do the uh, other the next three that are made. Oh, right, because seven has two. Yeah, seven hearts. has two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that this the way that they decided to go about the final book is the best way they could have done those movies because yeah. they did it in two parts. They really cover everything. I don't remember there being something massive that they missed. Um, and then if they cut something, I think I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably those two in terms of what we've seen right now. I think the first one because I think they – it was it Chris Columbus who directed it, the mm-hmm. first one. First yeah, Chris Columbus. Yeah. I mean, he just has such a vision, like in general, with the films that he makes. Yeah, and I think he really does a good job at capturing the world and showing you just yeah how it is. Like he did do a good job of kind so of like introducing the world. It's yeah. not my favorite movie, but it just it you get that nostalgia when you're I was watching. Say, the first I feel one. like it's so nostalgic. That's why it's John. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? Um, I think Five is done really well. I also mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. the first part of the seventh, mm-hmm. so the seventh movie, I think they did that really well as well. Yeah. Um, so like it better than the last movie? A little bit. I actually okay. think the last movie is decent. There's some, Okay. I mean, with every movie, there's some swings and misses. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think my favorite movies are the ones that have the least amount of swings and misses. That's fair. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And I think, the seventh and the fifth have the least amount of swings and misses. I was going to say, I feel like the fifth 
of the movies has been the most like, yeah. accurate so like the far. The fourth movie, they should have made that like four movies. But I know they there's, skipped there's so, so much. much in that book. It's such a great book too. It's like some people's favorite. I was gonna say, I just... think so far it is my favorite. So yeah. it's a little disappointing. And the movie's good. It's entertaining, but it's just nothing compared to the book, you know. But right. again, like some of it, you don't fully understand, like the whole um, Mad Eye Moody, like the um, what's it? What's that potion? Oh, I'm blanking on that. They made it so oh, obvious. Potion. Yeah, the Polyjuice yeah. Potion. Like that was such a plot twist, but in the movie, you don't really appreciate. Yeah, you don't that. understand it. Yeah, they and like he's in the beginning. I don't know. It just. It could have been better. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, yeah. But it, it is hard to think like how big these books are to make one movie out of that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. know. What do you guys think about the series that's coming out? Are you guys I'm excited. excited for it? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping so they'll pumped. go into more detail because it's actually a series. I know. Like, I, would each season be a book, I'm guessing? That's what I'm hoping. I think that yeah. that's what the plan is for it. I think okay. every season, I, I'm honestly like they should do an, an episode of every chapter would just make sense because the chapters are just great. You can but combine certain so chapters, long, but though. do you think they so would do long. that? That'd be like, you definitely couldn't do that with some of the like Order of the Phoenix would have like thirty-eight episodes to it, so that'd be right. ridiculous. But even if they did ten episodes and they were an hour long, like at least that's ten hours of content versus I two. Know. I know, like you would get a lot more out of it. I know, seriously. So that'd be cool. They could combine some of them, but oh. yeah, because I think as cool as it would be to do chapter to chapter, I just don't know if they would do that. Yep. And I think, too, thinking about how HBO structures their series, even if you go as far back as the 90s, like, I would say, like, I you think even, like, The Sopranos had 10 episodes. Yeah, that's kind of what they tend to do. So that's kind of what they tend yeah. to do, and they're an hour long. So, I mean, I think eight hours of the first book, if you cut something, like, what is there to cut? I know, yeah, for sure. Truthfully. So I think that is enough time for them to really tell the book Yeah, in its full and Especially, one of the good things even in that they can like build the characters out. So like in the books, totally. you're just with these characters all the time. So like in the first, the first season might feel like it's going a little slow, but it's going to be so good for character for, building. Yeah. yeah. It's going to prepare you for that. And that's why the movies I think fall so short that they don't give you some of that time with the characters that you need. Yes. Like Neville, you're like, who the heck is Neville? Neville just replaces Dobby in the movies. Yes. Like Dobby, yeah, everything that Dobby does in the books, they just give to Neville in the movies and that's <laughs> all he is. And, so it's like I so know. annoying. And even Ginny and stuff. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, that now that, like, the series is over and they know everything, they know what's important to cover, especially, and really highlight it. So I think that that will just help the writing and the directors. And I think, too, too the advantage of a movie is, like, it's visual, right? So you don't have to describe the visual. Yeah, you just show sure. it. Whereas in the book, yeah. you have to build that because you that's all you have is words. So yeah, true. I think that cuts some of it out, too. I know. That's the other thing. I was talking about this on the with the uh, the other crew. There's a... Dis- there's a you need this in storytelling because it, it like makes your audience figure things out and it makes them, it, something sticks with the character. Mm-hmm. So there's a moment with Neville that drives me crazy in the movies mm. when he describes what his parents went through. Mm. And he says, um, like 16 years ago, Bellatrix Lestrange tortured my mom and my, my dad. Mm. And then he kind of he talks for a little bit and he goes, I'm, I still am really proud of them though. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a line in the movies. It's cute. Mm-hmm. He's still proud of his parents, but you just need a visual to that. You need to show mm-hmm. how he's proud of his parents. And the book does that so much better to me. I know it was such a sweet moment when he was like holding all the things that his, mm-hmm. his mom gave him. Yep. Like from the, I was like, like oh he my took gosh. the little gum wrapper and put it in his yeah, pocket. Like, like it just... that shows that he is so proud of his parents in a deeper in a much deeper way uh, than him just saying it. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, it's he's so tough. He's such a good character. Yeah. Right 
But yeah, to your point, like the movie doesn't capture those things and that's where it's tough. Yeah. Because those are such good moments. I know, I know. Someone said it's supposed to be 10 seasons. 10? So how are they breaking it up then if it's not by book? They definitely can. So they like the last two books... There's there's, there's so much when there. they can break it up. I 100%. would if it was me do like the first book is one season, second is up until like the fourth, and the fourth you probably split into two seasons. The fifth you might split into two. You can split the last like four books. You can split. So honestly, give me twenty seasons of this. <laughs> John will never get sick of yes. it. <laughs> if you need it's HBO, mm-hmm. if you want a writer, I'm here. I'm available. <laughs> Make sure it's accurate to the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh gosh! Wow, when is what? it supposed to come out? Um, no one knows, but hopefully soon. Okay. I was talking to Mel about this. I'm like, their HBO is good with like pumping stuff out. I hope they pump it out quick. I hope they get good actors for it. I know. I actually kind of people are going on casting for stuff like that. I really would love Adam Driver to be cast as Snape. Yes, but at the same point, I would love unknown actors to be cast in these roles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's True, a weird so no point bias. to it. Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah. And the the movies of Harry Potter actually do a good job. There's known actors, but they're all in British stuff. So like when you're American, you're watching that, you don't really mm. notice a lot of these people. Okay. True. And some of the characters that you do notice, like Emma Thompson, who plays Trelawney, you don't really necessarily notice her fully because she's so done up, yeah, dressed yeah. up, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so costumed, costumed. But I'm excited for that. I hope it, I hope they. I'm uh, excited too. Knock it out. Yeah. All right, what is your favorite moment in these books? Just maybe this will be one of the last questions. Yeah. Um, probably the scene in the first book where Hagrid comes to get Harry and oh, then yeah. takes him shopping oh, for everything good. he needs for school. Like that just opens up the world so much. And I, I think that that really started my love for Hagrid because he literally took him under his wing and is like, no, come on, like we'll go Saigon Alley. We'll go and get your robe and your wand. And I love the moment in that so too precious. where Harry is, falls asleep after that. Or when Hagrid comes in the cabin and tells him everything. Oh, yeah. They, they fall asleep in the cabin and then they wake up and Harry's like, before he opens his eyes, he's like, oh, I had such a good dream. It was such a good dream. And then he wakes up and then he realizes it's all a reality. And it's just oh, so good. Yeah. It's like, that is go. so good. It's so cute. It's such a great moment. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, too, I know like it's hard, especially on a first read. It's really yeah. difficult. I feel like I should have taken better notes when I like yeah. thought of things. Hmm. Have you gotten emotional in any of the uh, any of the books yet? Hmm. Emotional. Because I, I know for me, my favorites are the parts that I tear up at, <laughs> which is sad. But they're <laughs> no, just that makes such, sense though. Yeah, it's they're they're so touch you, well so that makes written. sense. I know. I don't know if I've. I don't really get too emotional with that kind of stuff, but. I mean, when, um, what's his face died in book four? I'm blanking on his name. Cedric. Yeah. I was sad about that. Oh, I was yeah. like, what? That is such a good moment. Like, especially because he like sacrificed, like sacrificed so much for Harry to like, you know, know. it wasn't about him winning. I was just like, what? Like, no, <laughs> he can't die. Yeah, that was devastating. That was really sad. That was hard. And that was so hard on Harry too. Like, I, ugh. I just feel bad for Harry because he's losing like Cedric and then Sirius. It's just like back to back, like really intense stuff for someone <laughs> that was that like, loves just like 14, 15. I forget how old he is at this point. It's just a lot. People, there's also a, a mass, um, what's the reverse of outcry? Um, 
what's the opposite like calling like people are dying to have tom felton who played draco play lucius malfoy <gasps> in the series oh which would be so good right cool yeah <laughs> i am here for that that would be so Do you think that would happen i wonder if that would happen I hope wow. it that, happens. Would, that would yeah. be a nice nod to the movies yeah agreed because he would be like a different character but it's like still Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, what if they would try to pull anybody else from the original movies into there the series? There was a really cute moment when they he, he was uh, doing like an interview on something completely different. I think it might have actually been part of Harry Potter, but okay. they were doing a Zoom interview. Him, um, Tom Felton, and the guy who plays Lucius, which I forgot his name at the moment. But there was like a, a sweet little moment where Tom Felton was like flustered and he was like grabbing something and he goes, wait a minute, dad. And he like actually mentioned like he was his dad, but he's not obviously his dad, but it was so cute. Everyone's like, oh, he so calls him dad. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Even though you hate both of their characters in the books and the movies. I wonder would like Harry, like what is um, from the movies play like his dad and. Ooh, that'd be a good nod too. Like small nods like that. Right. I I don't know. Minor character, but like. I'm not the biggest Daniel Radcliffe fan, so I wouldn't mind if he's just out of it. Right. But I wonder if they would try to like pull it from yeah. that. And, but like, maybe have like a do- small thing. Give him like a role of like the train conductor or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Or like Ron being Mr. Weasley or I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be a fun nod for the audience. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Do you have a favorite moment though? It's so hard. It's such a tough question. <laughs> yeah. I, I you don't can know. you can even specifically talk about Because I feel like I would have to like comb through all the <sighs> Yeah. In the last book. Let's just talk about the last book. Hmm. I really did like the Dumbledore Harry moment. I think maybe because I was missing Dumbledore the whole time. So mm. like they finally have this conversation and you get answers. Yeah. So I, I liked that. And just like a more real moment from Dumbledore because I feel like you respect him so much, but he does feel kind of like emotionally distant, I guess, yeah. just because he has to be this Agreed. like leader. Um, so it's kind of just cool to see more of like his human side, I guess. And just their connection. And just like how much he said, like he let let his love for Harry kind of get in the way of telling him things. So I think that was sweet. John, what's your favorite moment so far? Um, In this read, Mm -hmm. it's been the end of order. And I I don't think it's because it's just so fresh in my mind, but this, the end of order, the last two chapters just Mm -hmm. affected me in a way that I've never been affected by the last two chapters before where it's like, I, I have previously when Sirius has died I've been like mm. really sad about that mm-hmm. shed some tears over that in previous reads and this part I mean I knew it was coming so like it's still sad and emotional and, and the lines mm. that she puts in there do a lot of justice and make it really sad but I think mm. his processing after and just his feeling deep aloneness but still Harry feeling this you're saying yeah okay but still like choosing to be with his friends and his friends all coming around him and being mm. present for him is just it's just such phenomenal writing in a mm. way that like I couldn't even explain when I was um reading this section like the last two chapters the down- Dumbledore download and then right after that they're just perfectly written perfectly mm-hmm. paced it's like Harry is depressed and sad but he's still with people that he loves he still has people that he loves around mm. him it's like still clinging on to this idea which is a huge theme of these books of love and i think she just knocks it out of the park in those last yeah two. i have other favorites too like i love all the quidditch stuff mm. i love that stuff like she didn't really have much of this in the I last know, yeah. book which is annoying in the third it's book one of my favorites was when they won the quidditch cup and i was like finally they actually got yeah, it yeah, yeah. the yeah. fourth book has some of my favorite moments in it but that yeah. moment for this read was just so so good 
Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. So every time you read through the books, do you like notice something different? Yeah. Still, even yeah, though it's yeah, been a lot? Sure. Okay. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much in there. Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, it's like any book. You read it at a different point in your life and you just see right. those different things. But this one, this one in particular, no, like okay. people are still, fans are still discovering new things about this universe. Like yeah, they never saw in the books. Um, so it's just, it's so fun. It's so entertaining. It's got such a fun community around it that it just makes it fun. Even after you've read it once, right. like Jen keeps talking about like, um, I don't know if I'm going to reread this. And there's a point where some people aren't going to reread it and some people just aren't going to do that. But right. It's so much fun to reread this series just because yeah. you get lost in the world again. Mm-hmm. Like has, has your reread experience been good? It's been really good. I don't think I realized how much I forgot to be honest. Yeah. Because I remember a lot of like the really big pivotal moments. Like I remembered Sirius died, but I didn't remember how it actually happened. Yeah. Which was so crazy to me. Um, So I'm really looking forward to reading the last two and seeing what I pick up that I didn't before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually excited for a second read too, because now that you know what happens, it's like going back to see all the things you missed. Yep. And like, mm-hmm. so I think that'll be cool. I think especially in thinking about the first book with serious on the bike i was like wait a second why do i think i know what this part is from but i couldn't remember yeah, yeah enough yeah, but yeah, i was like yeah i know this from something else yeah that's like the small things that she puts in the first book are just the foreshadowing of it it's just next level mm-hmm. it's so good oh, it see and so that's good. why it would be cool to go back because yeah. then you would see all yeah, that now mm-hmm. which is why which like don't see uh, yeah the, the read. read is so much fun because you see all the stuff that you missed the first time like yeah. you are able to figure things out, like the the little things that she puts in the fourth book for letting you know that um, Moody is not the right person. Mm-hmm. Crouch. I know Just when you find that out, things. you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then you realize looking back, it yep. all makes sense. But you didn't see it coming exactly. until it happened. Yep. And, and then, you can never see it coming. Like, yeah. it's, it's that's I'm saying. She does such reading. a good job. It's like, how do you do that? I don't I She's respect an it. Yeah. I know. So, so I respect good. it. Yeah. I don't have any more questions, but. You guys have anything else? No, but I've been liking it so far. So I'm excited for six and seven. Yeah. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be so good. Seriously, it's going to be so much fun. And I've been appreciating it do it at this pace too, just because like you really, really studying it and getting into it. So (laughs) I think it's sticking a little. Yeah, we are definitely reading it completely different from how a lot of other people read it. Like like you can tear through these books. Like you read these books in, you know, two months or whatever out a month. Yeah, I don't know if that's a record, but <laughs> it is in my mind. We did, uh, we did have I, someone in our book club read it in a week. We what? We, read what in a week? All of them? All of the Harry Potter books in a week. She's one of the fastest readers I've ever met in my life. Okay, I was going to say. That's so incredible. she was comprehending what she read? Yep. Not like, not like perfectly, but she was, she was comprehending it. Like I would mention wow. a, a real, a super side niche character, and she's like, I don't remember him that much, but she kind of remembers it. But she read it in a week. And she was hooked Dang. on it. She was. She loved them. Say, I don't. I don't know if I could do a book in a week. Yeah. Let alone some all people are just, seven yeah, of Some them. people are just fast readers. And yeah. She, yeah. She was just. She's just next level with that. I don't wow. know how she. So did, did that. she like it? Yeah, she liked it a lot. Okay. It wasn't her favorite because, and I, my theory is because she read it super fast. Right. So she didn't appreciate yeah. it. One as of the much. one of the good things is you just spend time in this. It was so fun reading these books. I, I only started when I read the fifth book when the fifth book came out, but it was so fun. So did you binge the first five? Then the, yeah, binge the first five. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it must have been you torture had to, wait. to wait for six and seven. It was then. torture. You had to wait. Yeah. Look at MuggleNet, find all theories online, figure out what figure things that were going mm-hmm. out. That was fun. It's like uh, it's like being part of a show that's happening live. Uh, like, like I, yeah. Like I binge Game of Thrones and I didn't love it that much. But people who watched it with the series is coming out. Figurons, you yes, have more time to talk fun. about theories. To for, like I half the characters that I saw in, in that show 
I don't know who they are, but some like some people, they just know everything about that universe because they were able to like sit on the thing. So right. kind of what we're doing is fun. It's like a little bit slower, but it's I still love it. You know, it makes you appreciate it more, notice things more. Yeah, for that sure. You wouldn't otherwise. Agreed. So yep, it's cool. But we'll uh, we'll start our read in a few weeks. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, very excited. I've for heard that. the first chapter is very good, so yeah, I can't wait for that. First three chapters are very good. So okay, that's going to be a long podcast. So we're very <laughs> oh gosh, <excited> for that. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be awesome. So much content. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yes, Thanks, thank yeah. you. This was so much fun. Yeah, we got to. We'll do this again at the end, or maybe in between the next books too. Uh, yeah, so. it'll be fun. Thanks for joining, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. Until next time. Really oh yeah! What's uh? What's your guy's house? Oh, Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. Yes. <laughs> so happy we got another Hufflepuff. Um, I think it's you, me, and Danny, right? Three of us. Yeah, or? we're, yeah, we're cool. all Hufflepuffs. Yeah, outnumbering these these fools. We got two Best. Gryffindors and we got a lone fool. <laughs> lone Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah, fools. Every anybody who's not in Hufflepuff is a dang fool. <laughs>